ברי אין חמש, ארבע, שלוש, שתיים. Meow, 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 welcome to my show. Thanks for downloading and listening. Subscribe to me on the poop tubes so you never miss a show and sit the fuck down, Annie. Sit down. Guys, I'm so pumped to announce my 2023 tour. It is on sale now, the Handsome Woman Tour. And let me tell you something. I... don't want to go everywhere like my husband does. Um, in fact, I'm doing very limited dates, uh, most of the time larger venues to accommodate these markets. I am not coming everywhere because uh, I don't want to. <laughs> I'd like to stay home. I got to tell you that, I, you know, I let the husband grind and work. I, um, I think this women, yeah, how about that? It's funny, I was, uh, I'll just get into it briefly, my dates, but uh, I, I, I was, this morning I went to my child, my four-year-old's little recital where they sing music for Christmas, and there was two stay-at-home dads that I'm buddies with in front of me, and we were both laughing. We're like, look at these fucking suckers going to work. <laughs> Women's lib, what for? I get to go see my kids sing Christmas songs on a Wednesday, and I am... more than thrilled to not be um, the primary provider. But hey, someone's got to do it. I'm just lucky and grateful it ain't me. Who needs equality? I think I've got enough rights, don't I? Don't I have enough? I mean, the abortion thing, that would be nice to be able to have control over my reproductive rights. I think, I think other than abortion and equal pay, like I'm all, I've got the rights I need. I can vote. I, got, I can have a credit card. I can do stuff. But it's all stuff I don't want to do. Right, and I mean, worst case scenario, I don't want to do it. You could always go the long way for the things that aren't available, right? That's right. There's always <laughs> a workaround. And, uh, yeah, I think women have enough rights almost. Again, abortion, <laughs> equal pay. Other than that, what, what more do we need in this country? We're not Iran. This ain't Iran. We're not protesting. I don't got to wear a fucking burqa. Wear whatever I want. Wear whatever I want. And not only that, we complain about it. We wear what we want, we dress like whores, and then we complain about it. What are you doing, Annie? Switching it up, making me look younger. Put the 25-year-old lens on the camera. Thank you. Okay, so let's go back to my dates, and then we'll talk about equal rights. Just kidding. I would never talk about something that's stupid on this show. Who cares? Who fucking cares? Okay. ChristinaPOnline.com. Here's my dates. Here's where I'm going. West Palm Beach, Florida. Breast Balls Beach, January 20th and 21st at the West Palm Beach Improv. I just love West Palm. That's a great, great market. February 2nd and 3rd and 4th. Three nights in Addison, Texas. One night in Portland, Oregon, March 31st. One night in Rohnert Park, California at the Grayton, Grattan, Grayton Resort and Casino, April 1st. Chicago, Illinois. April 29th, April 30th, Milwaukee, uh, Titsconsin. That was a good one. I just came up with that. What do you think I don't think I've heard of that I just one. made that up. Titsconsin. That's great. Yeah. Wow. Make the shirt. Print it out, bitch. May 13th, Charleston, West Virginia at the, Holly the Hollywood Casino in Charleston. 
May 13th, 2023. The Hollywood. It's Hollywood, guys. It's glamorous. This morning, my best friend texted me and she goes, hey, we need a new mattress. Do you really, do you really sleep on a sofa mattress? And I said, yes, absolutely. Not only that, we have three currently in our home. That's how much we love Sattva Mattress Company, okay? I've slept on Loom and Leaf. Uh, we've done the luxury firm flagship mattress, and now I sleep on a Solaire. I love it every night. I let it vibrate, and it puts me to bed to sleep. It's just the absolute greatest. Their customer service is fantastic. 90-day uh, in-home trial. If you don't like it, send it back. And the price is so wonderful for the amount of quality you get. And I mean high-quality, 100% organic cotton made in the USA. Uh, the delivery is impeccable. They set it up. They even take away your old mattress for a nominal fee. Here's what you're going to do. You need a new mattress this Christmas. Sotva.com slash the shit for $200 off your next Sotva purchase. Sotva.com slash the shit for $200 off. Treat yourself. It's glamorous. Do you remember in the 90s Planet Hollywood where they would like, you'd go and you'd eat your cheeseburger and then you'd look at like fake wax statues of Arnold Schwarzenegger as the Terminator. Look up Planet Hollywood. This was Are those still around? No, they went bankrupt. I forget. It was two big celebrities that started it too. It was, it was well-funded. It was well-funded and it was hugely popular. And I can't imagine why actually it did go out of business because- what a no, great! Wait, it's still in Vegas. It's in Vegas, mm -hmm. but yeah, that's Vegas. it. But it used to be everywhere. These Planet Hollywoods, at least in L.A., and you'd sit and you'd see like Marilyn Monroe statues. Like I, you know, who who owned this horseshit? I think it was like Sylvester Stallone. That uh, Bruce Willis, Demi Moore, and Arnold Schwarzenegger backed these restaurants, and they were, I thought, hugely successful. Why did it go under? Will you read it and then tell me? Mm -hmm. It was so it was so corny. And I remember like my 20th birthday with my parents was at Planet Hollywood because we were my mother was so in love with show business and stars. And um, and it was such a big deal because you felt like a, a huge celebrity when you ate at Planet Hollywood. You imagined you were dining with the stars. Little, you know, it's so it's such an illusion. Hollywood. It's so funny. I won't break that illusion for you, though, if you guys think it's so glamorous. The irony is that Hollywood, when I, you know, for the longest time and now back to it, is still a dump. Hollywood is not glamorous at all. It's full of heroin needles and uh, scumbags. Okay, causing little change on the company. Okay, resign. Okay, the company having, oh, the company was $359 million in debt. <sighs> Planet Hollywood had sold its Orlando headquarters for cash and leased it back for dinner. Anyway, it just sounded they filed for filed for bankruptcy. But why? That was a juggernaut. And could you imagine opening these Planet Hollywoods in in small towns across the Midwest and America, where people, you know, they want to have a little piece of show business. It's glamorous. You go to Planet Hollywood. Okay. Economic slowdown after September 11th attacks. The company had. $135 million. So the terrorists took Planet Hollywood oh, away from no. us? Oh, no. Damn you, Bin Laden. <laughs> Not Planet Hollywood. Ah! Do you think that was the original intent? They were like, fuck you, America, your stupid movies, your anti-Middle East propaganda. Now, hold on. I'm seeing something real interesting. I fucking kill you, America. 
Planet Hollywood reincarnated oh. as Boca de Beppo. Shut the front door. I love Boca de Beppo. I'll tell you what. When I go to a town and I don't like the looks of the Postmate options in any town, if I find a Boca de Beppo, that's where I order from. I like the salmon. I get that. I get the pasta. I get the, uh, the uh, caprese salad. Always good. Consistency. You know what you're going to get. Same with the P.F. Chang's. You can talk all the smack you want about P.F. Chang's and those weird horse statues in the front with the horse's dongs. Do you ever look at the horse dicks? I do every time. P.F. Chang horse dicks. Go ahead and Google it. Only the balls. Only the balls. By the way, that, that, uh, you know, the fact that the terrorists. great today. The fact that the it does look great. Yeah, thanks, sweetness. Great job, Mom. Yeah, go ahead. The, uh, the terrorists took away Planet Hollywood. Yeah, the terrorists taking away Planet Hollywood kind of has some, uh, it, it, it might be true. Mm. That next fact that it said on there is that there was a bombing of Planet Hollywood in 1998. Oh. And that was because of something we did in Sudan and Afghanistan. <gasps> I mean. I mean. That was three years before. So it does make sense. Bin Laden and his crew were like, Planet Hollywood, fuck you, you fucking American pigs and Schwarzenegger, Bruce Willis, dummy more. Wait, is that an Afghan? He was Saudi, right? Bin Laden? Or Afghani? Fuck you, you fucking American piece of yeah, shit. Christina, I can't get a good angle on this horse On this stick horse dick? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you, hold on. You gotta see it in person. Oh, you can see the shadow of it in this one. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought it was interesting that they chose a male horse for the iconic P.F. Chang mascot. So you and your family can go and have a nice Chinese meal, a succulent Chinese meal, and then you can look at a big fat horse cock on the way out. That's cool, right? They did it on purpose. You know they did it on purpose. Big juicy horse cock. Welcome to P.F. Chang's. You get dicks and balls. God, they have good food there. I don't mind it. It's a little greasy sometimes, but you know nothing's perfect. How did you How did you get into P.F. Chang? Like, is I'll that, tell you. Is that something that was like ingrained in your childhood? Yes, I'll tell ah, you why. Okay. So, when my mother. So when my parents escaped from Hungary, both my parents took a different turn. So my father still had ties to the old country. He still spoke Hungarian. He would date Hungarian women. He and I would go back to Hungary for holidays. Once communism fell in, I think it was 89, after that we would go back every few years. He maintained relative ties. You know, we kept in touch with our relatives in Budapest and this and that. Um, and really, and enjoyed being Hungarian, ate the food and this and that. My mother, the minute she got out of that country, was like, I don't want to be Hungarian. I don't speak the language no more. I am American. So there was really, you know, they both were just like, my mother was like, I don't want to remember this piece of shit country. I don't want to go back. I don't nothing to do with Hungary ever again. And she only went back one time after her father died he was um, an alcoholic, and really everybody in my family dies oddly. Very few people just have a normal death. My my mother's father, her biological father, it's such a horrible story. Uh, so her mother passes. My mother's mother dies when she is, my mother is about nine, no, sorry, 12, of breast cancer, and then her biological father is so bereft and so sad that he becomes a major alcoholic. 
I don't know, I'm just not funny. And he gives her up for adoption to go live with his brother and some cunty German woman that the brother married and there's like a shitty stepbrother. It's a nightmare. Like my mother's life is a nightmare, right? So she doesn't speak to her father because basically he gave her up and didn't give a shit about her. Um, And then one day, I think I was like six years old, there's a, a letter comes from Hungary and he's passed away and I see my mother crying next to the bed and then she goes back and she, you know, buries him and visits him. And that's the only time she went back to Europe, actually, until she visited me in England in the 90s, but hated Europe. I don't like Europe. Everything is so fucking old. Everything is so shitty, small, tiny, cold, dreary. I don't like Europe. I like America. Everything is big, nice, <laughs> comfortable living. So... The point being, my grandfather fell asleep. He was playing the violin on his rooftop, drinking in the middle of winter, as he liked to do, and uh, froze to death, drunk, on his rooftop. (laughs) That's how he died. Um, As an alcoholic. I'll go back to the thing in another... I have another relative who threw himself, was another alcoholic, everybody's a drunk in my family, depressed because of the country. Everything was war-torn Hungary. You know, you have to understand the Hungarian Empire was once a great empire. And then uh, the Russians annexed, the the first were the Germans, they ravaged the country, and then the the Russians came and annexed Central and Eastern Europe during the Cold War, and that spread communism, which is why... Everybody who has half a brain in their head hates communism because it absolutely destroys economies and people's lives. So that's one death in the family. Second death, I have, uh, I think, another relative who got drunk and depressed and threw himself in front of a Vilamosh, which is the train in Hungary and Budapest, threw himself in front of a train and just got smushed to death. That was pretty cool. And then my father's father died. This one's awesome, actually. He was 50 years old, and he married a 25, she was 25 at the time. So when they got married, he was, she was like 20, and he was like 40-something. And uh, they were having sex, and he had a heart attack while they were having sex. Isn't that wild? And so, yeah, he just keeled over after they were whatever, making sweet love. And he died right there. And, and she she recalled for many years the story very fondly. My grandmother, she would tell it with a laugh. Everybody thought it was a quite a funny, funny tale. Um, oh, and then I have an uncle who died in a plane crash. He was a pilot. And he would fly his planes from Hungary to Germany to all over Europe. Flew his entire life. And then one day, stopped flying just disappeared (laughs) like everybody dies my mother dies a shut-in in her apartment you know paranoid and you know highlighting microwave letters microwave instruction manuals everybody dies bizarrely there's there's nobody in my family is just like and then he got old and died everybody has like these tragic stories i have another cousin who uses his bicycle around Hungary and he, he, you know, pedals around looking for aliens because he's talking to the aliens. Just everybody's a fucking nutbag. So anyway, there's a reason my mother really hated being Hungarian, really did not value the culture. I think it just treated her so badly. That country was so poor and her upbringing was such a misery. So when she came to America, she was very much into being American. I like America. 
She was, my, both my parents were very proud Americans. We hung American flags outside of the house. Oh, that's my husband. Um, oh. You want to take it real quick? No, I'm waiting for a call, but this ain't the one. Just ignore him. Who cares? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so she loved Americo, very proud uh, to, to be part of the culture, was like totally down. Never spoke Hungarian to me. Only the only time she did was when somebody was around that she wanted to talk shit about, which is like such a universal immigrant thing. Do you guys speak as Hebrew Israeli to each other when you want to talk shit mm-hmm. about the people? Yeah, yeah. Is it Hebrew or Israeli that you speak? It's Hebrew. Yeah. <laughs> That's not how it sounds. You go. Nope. <laughs> Um, so That's it's only Arabic. T- Arabic. Oh, gross. Yeah. Arabic. Hungarian doesn't sound any better. It sounds angry all the time. Right. Yeah. That's that's what our languages have in common is, is like you, you're just <laughs> saying hello to someone. And you're like, whoa, what yeah. did you just yell at that person? Like, I know. Siastok. What? Yeah. It's just vulgar, mean sounding yeah. crap. Yeah. So she loved America. She loved Chuck Woolery. She loved the love boat. She loved Dynasty, Dallas, Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous, People Magazine, um, Ronald Reagan, Nancy Reagan, Mondale, loved it all, loved the Olympics, loved everything. And so when she met my stepfather, who was an Indian immigrant, and he was very poor, and he came to the U.S., he joined our military to get citizenship. That's how much he loved America. He, too, shared a love of all things American. And really, I what I loved about my stepfather, and I love about any immigrant that has the the moxie and the audacity to leave a poor country and come to this country and make it. I just, he was so clever and he had such fucking chutzpah. Like he, what was the point I was going to make though? Hold on. I, I had something else I wanted to say and I forgot it. Shit. He had the moxie. Oh, the belief. I, this is what I love about, I mean, I know people don't feel that way now because of the economy and the state of the world and such, but what was really cool, and, and, it, and it did work, is that my stepfather believed with all of his heart that if he came to America and he embraced the culture and he embraced the way of thinking and he made enough money that he could belong to American, you know, essentially American white people's society. And it was true for him. I mean, he came penniless as like this Indian guy, as my my father did, and worked as, took us off and, you know, became a millionaire and married a nice white Hungarian lady. And, you know, he married a few ladies, but my mother amongst one of them and really did transcend his background, transcended his identity, transcended so many things. Because I do believe in America, if you're successful and you have money, no one gives a crap what color you are if, or what, where you came from. I mean, I, fuck, I don't know. Maybe I'm naive, but I see it that way. Everybody we admire, I admire. I don't fucking think about, like, what, what their background is or what. I just know what they do and, and I like them. So I always admire him for that. So he shared that with my mother the transformative belief that if you were American and you worked hard and you got, you had a good living and you made it, that you fucking made it. And, and, and they loved everything 
chain restaurants. So that's how that's how it got me to Planet Hollywood is that to them, Planet Hollywood, the Cheesecake Factory, um, Claim Jumpers, Outback Steakhouse, Chili's, hold on, Hamburger Hamlet, Coco's. What are some other places? We Islands. Oh my God, we went to Islands like Holy every shit. fucking week. Islands, let's <laughs> fucking go. Islands. <laughs> El Torito, El Torito. These, Best wings in town. Yeah, and I think that because if you're an immigrant, you see the chain restaurant as like you've made it. If you're eating at like an Outback Steakhouse, you fucking made it because that's where white people eat. And I remember like I would tell them, but like, no, let's go to like this little hole in the wall. This, you know, this couple does, they make the most amazing falafel, or whatever. She's like, I don't want to go to fucking poor people places. Two people making food. Fuck this shit. Like to her, it was like poor people were making your food. <laughs> she would much rather go to the chain place, you know. And of course, I, you, know, you don't see it the same way because you're like, that shit sucks. But but then you you develop a taste for all things islands and. <laughs> <laughs> and P.F. Chang's. And now I, and I love it. I love all that trashy, like, ugh, it's just so good. But everyone loves it. Except for Applebee's. Fuck Applebee's. I don't <laughs> like their food. It's all frozen. It's too sugary. I don't like their, their food fucking fuck Applebee's. You're describing all of the franchises that you, <laughs> like, it's not just Applebee's that does that. Oh, Applebee's does suck. Though. Applebee's sucks. Like, TJ Friday's, they've got some good entrees. Outback Steakhouse, the Bloomin' Onion. Isn't that them? The Bloomin' Onion. That sounds right. That's a fucking, that, that's a banger, right? Uh, TGI Fridays, they got the Oreo cookie shake. That's a fucking banger. Uh, there's not one thing in Applebee's. Yeah, the Blooming Onion. It's like 3,000 calories, and it's Ooh. so good. God damn, this looks good. It's so oh, good. You know what was big with us? Huh. You guys ever go to Tony Roma's? Uh, I love Tony Roma's! I forgot Tony Roma's. They're out of business. It's hard to find. I, I think it's hard. There's one in the San Fernando Valley. One. I think it's an Encino. And they had an onion tower. Oh, the onion. <laughs> yeah, dude. Now, talk about frozen piece of shit. All that stuff was frozen at Tony Roma's. And I what? know because I, I, my ex-boyfriend worked there in the summer of 1995. Even the ribs? Even the ribs, bro. No. That's why they're so good because they're like frozen, thawed out. It's total shit. It's all frozen. It's all frozen. The the onion rings, frozen. The corn, even. Wait, if you the, the onion corn. tower was frozen? Yeah, dog. The tower. It would come to you in a block. That's how shit. Right. They didn't even try to, like, shape it. Just the block. No, that no, no, no. That was, like, the, they had a method to the main. Oh, no. It was so good. But the secret to Tony Roma's was the sauce. It was so sweet. The baby back ribs, though. Mm-hmm. God oh, well damn those beef ribs like oh, that was like a fucking fuck, no. as a little kid like i uh, i like i'd be like oh my god i'm eating dinosaur bones and then they had like the the balloon guy that just went from table to table. you remember the balloon guy well now that's i don't know which tony room trs you went to oh the one at universal city walk oh well that's a special trs yeah oh, yeah all right okay. that's a real <laughs> i didn't have that guy tony roma's is so we used to go there every thursday night Every Thursday night. That's how much my family loved Tony Roma's. Oh, God. And it was like, it's like imitation ribs. Like a Texan eating Tony Roma's that would just die. They'd be like, this is not real. There's the slap. 
Oh my That's god, I can't believe slabs. how fucking stupid I am. It's frozen. <laughs> that was definitely frozen. No, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm just like, of course that's why it's in a block. <laughs> it's so good, though. Remember? Okay, and then you, you get the slab of onion rings like this, and then you'd eat the whole slab. So by the time your ribs came, you were so full. Yeah. I'd be like, I can't even eat the ribs. <laughs> I don't eat anything else. And then you get to-go boxes, and you're like, mmm, gonna have some ribs for the next fucking week. <laughs> Second dinner. Yeah. You know what I really love, too, about these crummy chain restaurants? My favorite part. Oh, God, I'm such white trash. I love their crappy dinner salads with iceberg lettuce and the round, shitty tomatoes. And I love a, a just a garlicky, oversized crouton and Thousand Island. And then, like, little strands of, like, carrot and cabbage <laughs> yeah. that you're like, what's this doing? Just four, four <laughs> carrots, yeah, yeah, four carrot strands <laughs> to add some nutrition to that wasteland of nutrition. Zero nutrition on that salad plate. Because iceberg lettuce is all water. There's nothing. It was just, it's just dressing. God, I loved that, that Thousand Island. So disgusting. So good. Yeah. And that's where we go. And claim jumpers, my, my folks like the best because... They could eat a lot. Those are the big portions they give you. Claim jumpers. <laughs> you real never, fatzos go never there. Never tried claim jumpers. Oh, it's for fatzos. Google claim jumpers, because even the even the cake they gave you was the size of your head. It was so big. If you ordered a slice of cake, it was the size of a mountain. Yeah. Oh my god. That's a slice of cake, and that was the whole lure. It comes on a carving. Board. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that little kid. It's as big as that fucking kid, dude. It's a ten pound slice of cake. And there was a point where my mom and my stepdad would just eat their feelings so hard that they both got super fat and they would just go to claim jumpers and just eat those feelings. The marriage was in the toilet, but they would eat a lot. They would eat pizzas and crocodile loafs or whatever fucking gator loafs from the bakery. Fun. Yeah. That's how you know you're going south in the relationship when you're just you don't talk anymore, you don't screw anymore, but you just look forward to eating a whole lot. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. Yeah, there's Claim Jumper. Look at how happy that Asian guy is. He's like, yep, this is all I want. Just give me a lot. Give me a lot. Big portions. That's how I know I have won as an American. Big portions. M- value for the dollar. <laughs> yep. It's a, it was a good, I, I imagine they're out of business too. I mean, you, oh, you get, you get a free birthday cake at Claim Jumper. That's the birthday slice. That's right. That's your that happy birthday, diabetes. There can't, you go. Can't afford not to have your birthday at claim jump. You can't. You gotta get all the free stuff. Who likes the free stuff? I used to always have my birthdays at Mimi's Cafe. I know Mimi's Cafe. Mimi's. Is that a California thing? Yes. Yeah, okay. I think I, all these sound pretty regional. I've never been to Tony Roma's or Claim Jumpers or Mimi's. Well, you're from Chomaha, right? Yeah, I'm from a very small town outside Omaha, so we didn't really have anything. We had my parents' restaurant, and that was it. <laughs> oh, my God. But but in Chomaha, don't they have... You guys are big on fucking... Wa- not, so the Waffle House? We don't have Waffle House. You didn't have didn't. Waffle House? No, we had IHOPs. Love IHOP. Yeah. I, Love IHOP. Holy shit. Back when I... They, <sighs> That's when my parents used to force me to go to church. We would go to IHOP after every time. That was it's pretty the cool. Best. That, that's the only thing that made me want to go to church. And then <laughs> I was like, IHOP after them? All right, I'll believe in God for like <laughs> just today. Just what was today. remember the big IHOP? <laughs> know, just for that. There's um what was the IHOP? The big the big not the the Rudy Tooty Fresh and Fruity. The Rudy Tooty Fresh and Fruity breakfast deal at IHOP. That was the big one. The Rudy Tooty Fresh and Fruity. 
So stupid. And not not the greatest quality I have either. I might, uh, no, not at all. <laughs> garbage. I make a better pancake. And I, we had garbage. smoking sections in them for the longest time. Of course time. you did. Up until I was like 20-something. Of course you did. Because no one gives a shit at IHOP. Yeah, the Rudy Tooty, fresh and free. All sugar and carbohydrate. Not a fu- nothing you should be putting in your body, but delicious. God, you give me Jam a hash brown. <laughs> All this for four ninety nine. That's amazing. <laughs> that can't be good. Can't afford not to get the Rudy Tooty fresh and fruit. And like, here's the deal, man. It's hard to fuck up breakfast. You know what I'm saying? Like, to not make breakfast taste good, and sometimes they'd fuck it up. It was so bland. They didn't put any fucking seasoning on this stuff, man. Rudy Tooty fresh and fruit. So you guys have Village Inn. Yes, the Village Inn. Yeah. Wait, was that a motel? It sounds familiar. <laughs> it, it was like an IHOP. Oh, okay. Cool. Oh, they had pies know. and stuff, too. What about, what about Cracker Barrel? Did y'all have a Cracker Barrel? Yeah, but I've never been. Oh, come on, is that the Is that the place where you could throw peanuts? Mm, no. What's that place? The, uh, Gladstones? That, that was so Texas st- Roadhouse has that, why did they? Oh, Texas, that's why did they let you throw peanuts on the floor? I remember in California, it was like a big thing in the right. 80s. Like, you can come and just throw garbage on the floor. <laughs> why would you let anybody throw things on the floor? It's so unhygienic for a restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, eat some nuts and then just throw them on the ground, dirt bag. You know what it is? Ugh. It's for families with kids. Ah, yeah. That's what it is. It yeah. feels like you could come be a full animal and we don't need to be embarrassed by your behavior. That sound, actually, yeah. I changed my mind. Yeah. <laughs> is there a restaurant where you can throw uh, filthy wipes on the floor? Trash. I mean, I've literally left monster tips people after eating with my children just because of the floor mess just because of the mess like I'm so sorry I'm so sorry my children are animals uh, here's an extra a few bucks god damn it did I tell you that there's oh man we, we're going out of town for Christmas here <sighs> I fucking I told you that my kids threw banana in my chandelier did I tell you that what <sighs> Yeah. Fucking assholes. So it's it's partially my what, fault. Peeled or unpeeled? Well, here's what happened. I'm in I'm in my room and I'm I'm alone with the kids on the weekend. So I'm like, you know what? I'm, I need a break. I gotta just get away from these two fuckers. So I go in my room. I just ignore them and I hear them screwing around. I hear monkey business. I hear it. I hear Ellis screaming like, "Yeah, go!" Ah! And they're laughing. And I hear Jillian like, do it again, do it again. And he's like, oh, sweet, I got it. And I'm like, they're doing something so horrendous out there. But in my mind, it's a cost-benefit analysis. It's like, okay, I know they're throwing shit down the stairs, probably. What are they going to break? Eh, okay, maybe there's, either they're throwing shit down the stairs, they've gotten into the ice maker, they're fucking with the ice. Okay, that's not a big one. Maybe they've gotten into the pantry and there's flour everywhere. Okay, no biggie, I can vacuum that up. But I get out, and it's eerily quiet. Like, I get out of my room, and I'm like, there's no mess. And I'm looking around, I'm looking down the stairs, nothing thrown down the stairs. There's nothing in the pantry, check. There's no flour anywhere. And they're just smiling, and they're sitting there looking like good kids. And I'm like, something is deeply wrong. <laughs> deeply wrong. This is this is a heist of... S- huge proportion. Something is really amiss here. 
and I'm chilling for a while and I'm just like, I'm like, I'm going to find it. I don't know what it is, but they've done something fucking catastrophic. And I like a day passes. Yeah. A day goes by and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, you know, I should turn on this light. I never look at the chandelier. This is such a pretty chandelier I got. It's like kind of weird and arty. Everything in my house is weird. I don't buy traditional stuff because we're comedians. I shouldn't have traditional. I don't care. I don't care if people come over and know that I'm rich. I don't care if my house doesn't look perfect. Everything I have in my house is functional. If it's a couch, it has outdoor uh, material on it so that I can just hose it right off. I don't, I don't care. So, but this chandelier, I do care about (laughs) because I bought it. It's not fancy, but it's cool because I like cool, weird shit. And I want to turn it on, and I'm like, let me turn on the chandelier. And I turn it on, and there's something black just hanging on, like, the rim wire. Black. And I go, what the fuck is that black? Is that a mouse? Is that a dead animal? And I'm looking, and then my eye wanders to the wall next to it, and there's more, like, dark brown smear, and it's kind of yellowish. And then I look, and there's more smear. (laughs) And more smear. And I was like, you gotta be joking. And then I remember back to yesterday, the maniacal laughter, the silence, and then I found banana peels. And I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding. These turds threw banana in my entryway. There's banana on my chandelier, banana. And and, in Texas, you got these high ceilings. That's what the, you know, the house, I got 15 foot high ceilings. I go, this is a, I don't even know how to clean this. I don't even have a, a ladder that I can even go and get the banana off. I don't know what to do. So I ask, I ask my neighbor, I go, I know you have kids, man. You ever had banana on your chandelier? He's like, he's like, that's a first. I'm like, and he goes, we'll call this company. They'll come out. And I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Cause here's another, you know, 300, $400 thing, of course, always. So he brings over a, a, like a crazy industrial size ladder. They pull the banana chunk off my chandelier. And I go, but what about the walls? What are you going to do about the walls? And they go, well, we can clean it, but it's definitely going to leave stains now at this point. So we're going to have to repaint your entryway white. <laughs> Nuh-uh. So when we're gone for Christmas, there's going to be a crew of men that are going to come clean the banana off my entryway and then paint it white again. And I was like, well, then you better go get the fucking sticky balls off the other side of the room. Tom doesn't even know. I haven't even told Tommy. Because if you look up, nobody looks up. There's sticky balls, like little, you know those sticky toys? They're like gluey sticky. And the kids throw them, even though we've told them a million times, one rogue one is there. And what happens is... They'll eventually fall down over like a month. It'll get so hot up there that they'll like fall. So I'm just waiting for this one to fall. That's an eyeball from, from Halloween. <laughs> it's, it's December. I think it'll fall any day now. But the problem with the sticky bowls is there's glue on them actually that makes them sticky. And what happens is it leaves like a snail smear of grease on your wall. It's so revolting. I'm like, this is just nonstop, man. Non-stop. Yeah. Jesus. These little fuckers, man. Kids really fuck shit up. Oh. Classic. Oh. Yeah, that's what you do. That's, that's what you do. Yeah. I fucked 
so much stuff up as a kid. <laughs> like I was the youngest of four kids. I was the one that uh, financially that. ruined that. <laughs> like, How'd you do? It was the so, worst. so there was a couple things. So one, there was a, we had a skylight <laughs> and I also had a Nerf gun with suction cup darts. There were like three darts on there that never came off. Like they were up there for the from middle uh, school to the so right. when I moved out. Because <laughs> like, I'm, I'm sure your parents figured they'll fall off eventually. Right? They didn't. They didn't. They didn't. They're like, and we're not buying a ladder. Like fuck it, it's just staying up there. So there was that. There was uh, one time when I was so lazy. Really young. By the way, I love that your parents were like, "That's fuck it. I don't care. Who's gonna look at the skylight?" They're like we have four kids. Fuck it. Yeah. Like a company yeah. doesn't go upstairs. No. <laughs> so, no. Um, so there was that. There was when I was really young. They gave me like a, you know, those pens that have like the multiple colors on. I it. love them. So I played tic tac toe on the wall while I was taking a <laughs> shit one day. <laughs> oh shit! And I'm just playing against myself, and they're like, Nadav, um, what's this drawing on the wall? I'm like, there's a drawing on the wall. Like just trying to play dumb. Um, and then one time my dad was into Swiss army knives and like gave oh, each kid no. a Swiss army knife. Oh, bad idea. And like, guess what I did? <laughs> I practiced stabbing the couch. <laughs> Armrest, backseat, like all of it just yeah. had shiv marks. Of course it did. And On the couch? On the couch, and like Good. I was old enough to arguably not do that. Like I was like 11, 12, 12 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they're like, "What do we like? We thought we you were mature enough to like have this." And my response it was like, "Well, I guess you were wrong." <laughs> <laughs> guess what, mom and dad? I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah, <laughs> you're wrong again, dad. You did this. Yeah, <laughs> you raised me yeah. like this. You fucking animals. <laughs> I'm retarded. Is that what you wanted to hear? Guess what, mom and dad. I'm retarded. I did do that. <laughs> Another thing I fucking did wrong, okay? Did I, guys, I, tell, did I tell you that my little one, my four-year-old, found the cheese grater? And he, um, he found the cheese grater, which is dangerous as shit because it's sharp. And I'm like, you don't want to play with that, baby. Don't, don't play with that. And I look over. He's like, what does it do? I'm like, it grates cheese. You rub the cheese. And I look over, and he's grating the side of the couch. And like there's black because it's black, but black like puff balls that are coming off. And I'm like, no, no, stop grating. I'm like, Tom, look, he's grating the <laughs> grating the couch. Those Tom's reaction. Man. Tom Tom is so I think in the beginning he was so like, wait, what the fuck are you doing? Like he was so livid when the children would do things. And now he's just surrendered to like, this is what they do, guys. This is what children do. Yeah, that, my mom reached do. a point where she just stopped going downstairs entirely. And she just accepted <laughs> that it was destroyed holes. Surrender, in the wall. yeah, yeah surrender. Over. And also, I always say to, I know that's what I tell Tommy. Like, this is what having money's for. I don't care about the stuff. Stuff is replaceable. This is why we have money. I don't give a fuck. Buy another one. I don't fucking care. Yeah, I don't tell that to my kids, but you know. Right. They're not going to remember that chandelier, but they're going to remember that banana hitting the chandelier. That was a good time. <laughs> good times. Good times. And I know I got another one I'm going to regret doing. I'm a fucking idiot, but whatever. So I've decided to transform our, we have a downstairs like playroom area and I've decided to transform it into a jungle. Like 
a fun, but you guys realize this is my childhood. This is not their childhood. They don't, they didn't ask for any of this. And I've gone in there and I'm like, I'm going to put a fucking mural up of lions and tigers. It's going to be like an awesome place where we can wild out and hide and freak out. Like it's all for me. I'm the one doing all this crazy stuff. So I made a fucking, so here's what I did, bros. It's so dope. Yeah. Right. That's, that's my goal. Oh yeah, dude. (laughs) Graceland. He's so tacky. So what I did, I've got um, four walls, right? So one of them, I found this wallpaper on Etsy that's like jungle. So it's like a jungle theme and it's scary as fuck. Like all these like jaguars coming out of bushes with like crazy wide eyes and it's scary and my kids love it. They're like, that's awesome, mom. It's so scary. And monkeys and all kinds of snakes and shit. And then, bro, and then, homie, I'm going to have real plants in there, like real jungle plants, 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 just to give it a little greenery, you know what I'm saying? And then I'm going to put clouds because you can buy that shit on Etsy, too, which I just did clouds with lights in them. Yeah, fuck yeah, right? Like a rainforest thing. Okay, now here's the pièce de résistance. I don't even know if I'm saying that shit right, Chad. Pièce de résistance. I don't speak French. Here's some dope shit. Here's the illest. Are you ready? (laughs) It's so fucking ill, homie. (sighs) Here's the best part of being a grown-up. When you're like, you know what I want? I want like a swing. But I want a swing in my house. Guess what? You can do it, bro. And it's not crazy expensive. So I went on Amazon and I bought, they're called sensory swings. Google it. You're going to love this stuff. They're supposed to be for like children with autism. Sensory swings. But like I'm partially autistic and there feels so I'm not I'm not really people don't understand when I'm joking indoor sensory swing this motherfucker I got two blue ones one for each kid and it's so rad it's just a piece of cloth that like hugs you it's basically a hammock that you can have your kid freak around and they're for special needs kids but like I my kids are practically special needs aren't they (laughs) they're my kids I figured somebody is going to be, I may as well, you know, set it up. So I bought this, um, these two, I bought one for each kid and I had a guy come and install them. And it's so funny. So the guy is a fan of the show who installed these swings and he goes, just so you know, he goes, I put, you have to have them professionally installed. For those of you listening, like don't just hang this stuff in your own house. Have a guy come who knows how to like find the beam. He has to be hung on beams to support the weight. So don't just do this. <laughs> I had a guy come, he cut holes in the walls, installed it to beams. And he goes, he goes, and I, it can accommodate up to 400 pounds, you know, in case Bert comes over. The guy fucking says that, gets drunk and wants to get on your swing. So like adults can come over and swing on these swings. And they just got installed yesterday. And it's such a blast. And it's been so much fun watching the two of them zoom around on these things. And I know someone's going to end up with a concussion or a broken arm. And I don't fucking care because it's just too much fun. They're going to, they're going to, but my theory is, is that maybe they'll fuck up the playroom where they're supposed to fuck things up and stop messing with my chandelier. Like if I give them a designated spot to wild out, nah, it's not going to happen. It's not as fun. They'll yeah. have fun. Like, you know, what's probably going to happen is that they're going to not destroy their fun room. Yeah. <laughs> and destroy everywhere else. I know. Because that doesn't affect them. It's sacred. It's sacred, yeah. Yeah, that's so true, right? Shit. That's right. They're not going to mess up their stuff. Oh, I just remembered another thing that I fucked up in my parents' house. 
in my bed we had wallpaper and like one part started peeling oh yeah and like by uh, the end of middle school just like the done. place right next to my bed just everything was fucking peeled off you can't not <laughs> everything was peeled off <laughs> you have to why is it so much fun to destroy as a kid you know when i grew up in an, the apartment complex i grew up in um i used to i used to love destroying plants like just running around and um you know those red little like red little balls with like the black in the middle i don't know what they are some plant with like red balls oh my god the ones that exploded yeah <gasps> oh my god i destroyed so many so houses many. wait what <laughs> holy yeah. shit that brought me back yeah you know what you're talking about it's a, maybe it's a california plant and they're like little red balls with a black seed in the middle and i feel like every f- apartment complex had these because they're like is it these guys? Dirty? No. Oh, no. It, it, it's he just knows a, what I'm talking about. Exploding seed plants? No. Uh, I don't think it's so. like some green. It's a plant, and then it grows. It, they look like berries. They're yeah. like berries, but they don't eat them. Yeah, it looks like you should eat them, but you know you shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. And you fucking pull a bunch, get a handful of these, and you throw them, or you step on them. Yeah, something like that. More along those lines. Not a pomegranate, but it's along these lines. Uh, I think it's a California plant. Yeah, so you throw them at people's houses, any? <laughs> yeah, me and my friends would just, like you said, get a fucking handful. Yeah. And be like, all right, let's go around. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most satisfying thing. <laughs> and you're not cleaning that off easy. Hell no. <laughs> it's there for a while. That shit feels oh, so good. I remember, like, those bushes that grew long blades of green green grass. They look like big blades of grass, and you'd fucking pull that shit off and oh. you'd make a sword out of it. Yeah. Like play sword. And and there's fuck, there's like glue in the middle of it, right? When you take it off. So you <laughs> yeah. Gotta, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember those. <laughs> you can play pirates with, with those. I used to fuck up the plants all the time, man. Yeah, or just steal flowers or uh, that was my form of vandalism. And I would draw on my furniture. I remember a permanent marker. The first time I learned how to draw a fish, I drew fishes all over my uh, dresser drawers and all that. Of course, it didn't come off. And like, same with my parents. They're like, well, guess you're using these drawers till you're 12 or 13. I had them until I was a teenager with fishes drawn on them. I'm like, you fucking cheap assholes can't buy me a new dresser. How much is that? $300, you fucking prick? Or just a God. piece of sandpaper. Uh, right! <laughs> Or, or 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 Mr. Mr. Clean or whatever, Mr. Right. Scrubby Fart. Yeah, just yeah. scrub it off, you bitch. I was, I was fucking dumb. I used to do the same thing. I would draw on everything, but I was so stupid. I would just draw my name like an <laughs> idiot. So, so anytime there was a question, who did this? Hmm, the one kid in the fucking complex with this name. Fucking dumbass. Idiot. Dude, you still do that. <laughs> I do? Yeah, you draw on your name everywhere. And Where? you did this. When we got the, the new oh, white. Yeah. <laughs> that's right, that's staying there forever. <laughs> what did you vandalize in my office? Uh, no, I didn't need to. The, um, so Ryan, he uh, he did the whiteboard paint on the wall. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, you know, yeah, it's there. And I'm like, damn, I want to test it out. And I just draw my name real big. It's <laughs> just what I do. And then I just left it there for a while. And he's like, oh, you can't like leave it there. This is like gonna 
So he like washed oh, it off, no. and now there's like a blue just my name in the conference room. <laughs> it's never gonna go away. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of like present. that. <laughs> I like things like that though. I was always pretty destructive with with my with my behaviors. Yeah, my bad behaviors. Yeah, I I found out that if you uh, remember when God axe body spray when that was Ugh. the fucking key, oh, or at yeah. least we or at least we thought. Yeah. Oh boy, I found out that if you, um, well, everybody knows if you if you spray it at a lighter, it's like a yeah. flamethrower, yeah, right? Yeah, so much fun, yeah. So I did that, and then in my <laughs> head, um, the scientist I am, I'm like, this light bulb is hot, Mm-mm. and f- a flamethrower is hot. Oh, no. I wonder which one is hotter. <laughs> Turns out, the flamethrower is hotter. The light bulb explodes when you do that. Wow. If you spray Axe body spray and... At a lighter, at a light bulb, the light bulb explodes. Shit. And I did that to all my light bulbs in the house after I found that out. <laughs> you did that after the first one exploded? You're like, oh, I need to do that again? How are you yeah. not going to do that again? That was the coolest reaction ever. That's dangerous. <laughs> That's in dangerous. the house, you did it inside? I did it inside the house, yeah. Idiot. Yeah, I'm a complete idiot. I, I threw a... Uh, Shit, my mom doesn't even know about this. I, I threw a lighter. I used to throw, remember how you, if you throw lighters or certain ones, they explode? Yes. So I used to throw them in my bathtub, just have just see them explode, and they would have they would leave black marks on oh the bathtub. My God. And I bought <laughs> and I bought waterproof uh, spray paint, and I would just spray white over it like every weekend. I'll oh just my, you're paint. smart. Every see. weekend. <laughs> yeah, just, Jesus. Every time I was bored, just. Bop, 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 and then just spray over it. And oh it's done. my god! And it's just like my little brother. He does all kinds <laughs> of stuff like that. But at least you covered your tracks. Yeah. How fun yeah. were lighters growing up? Oh like, remember god. when you figured out how to play with a lighter as a kid, dude? Like that was so much fucking fun. Learning, like, getting the lighter dust. Remember doing that one on those old Bix? What? You never did this. Oh, one? So lighter dust. Yeah, yeah like yeah, so yeah. you take the old the old ass ones, right? So you you run the you the go flinch. Yeah, yeah up against your fingers, right? So you get that dust, and then you light the flame, and then you flick your fingers, and it makes like sparkles. It looks like glow bugs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that was the trick. That's a good trick. The trick that I did. There was the shitty like clear. Big ones yep. where That's you could one. you could like adjust the flame. Like the flame. <laughs> yeah, remember yep. So remember what we would do? We would adjust it to the biggest one <laughs> and then just like empty it out into your hand. <laughs> yeah. And then light it and be like, whoo, big flame. <laughs> Fuck. And that wasted like the whole lighter oh, to yeah. do that. <laughs> Fuck. And then like the first time that you got like cologne or like Axe body spray, you'd be like, I wonder if I could write my name on the mirror and then oh, light that on fire. Dude. Turns out Did it work? you can't. Yeah. <laughs> How much fun was it too? But you can do it. You can. You shouldn't, but you can. Um, was like Aquanet hairspray when you figured out aerosol spray cans. Maybe you guys had been outlawed by the time you guys were doing this stuff. But yeah, you get Aquanet and you just take the lighter and you can just create a flamethrower, whatever that way. That was super fun. Yeah, same so thing. Much same fun. thing. So much. Fun. Yeah, being destructive is fun. God, to egg houses and toilet paper and. <laughs> Prank calls are really the a long lost art form, but boy, those were really fun too. That was a good time. It's I feel sad that kids don't get to make prank calls anymore. That's a good one. Did you do that? Were you guys able to before Star Sixty Nine? Maybe like that. Was, that wasn't our fit. I didn't. I don't think I went through that prank call phase. We did prank calls. Yeah, yeah, we did you prank did. calls. Was it was yeah. Star Sixty Nine to block? 
Is no, that what it was? It called the or person called back. 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 What was the one that blocked? It was like star, star 87. 67. 67? Yeah. Yeah. Six, seven. Oh. oh, it sounds like Chad has done quite a few prank calls. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I knew all the tricks back then. <laughs> yeah. What wow. were your tricks? Oh, I mean, just blocking the call. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, anyway, uh, let's get to some business. Do we have any follow follows up, as my mother would say? We do, yeah. Follows up. Hi, mommies. Uh, my name is Tiana. I'm calling from Alaska. Oh. I was just listening to episode 170 where you talk about your dad's beer sips. Yeah. And I have never felt more seen in my life. <laughs> I thought I was alone. Um, I, too, was a victim of the dad's beer sip smell. And I didn't realize it until <laughs> I was an adult. And I went out and drank a bunch of beer, took a sip the next morning, and it was like, oh, my God, smells like my dad's shit. And then it hit me. I was like, oh, my God, I have inherited the beer shit smell. Oh, yeah. So, yes, just wanted to say thank you for talking about that on the show. Never related to anything so much. <laughs> and, um, yeah, hope you come up to Alaska soon. Love you guys. I'm so happy that you related to beer shits. For those of you who didn't hear that, uh, my father would drink a beer at night, lots of beer, rather, at night, and then wake up early as fuck to go to work. So kudos to him for waking up early and going to work. But uh, that was my alarm clock every every morning when I lived with him. Is I would It was the smell of his beer dump wafting through the hallway and into my room, and I would smell his beer shits, and that's how I knew it was time to go to school. Pretty neat. Pretty cool story. <laughs> Pretty good time. Yeah, and, I, and I've and also acquired the ability, uh, like I, I've said this before, though, when I walk into someone into a toilet and, I, and a guy is just taking a shit, I can tell if it's a beer shit or not, which is uh, cool. Also, dad's mouths smell disgusting, too. We've talked about this on your mom's house, that it's like once you become a dad, your breath smells horrible. And I think I understand the phenomenon a little bit more now that I'm a mother. I think uh, you get bad breath because you're just, at least for me, I drink so much coffee now. I'm just trying to stay alive. Uh, that maybe it's coffee during the day and alcohol at night. I don't know. Something like that and a poor diet because you're just eating scraps like a refugee. You're not really taking care of yourself. So something like that. Okay. It sounds like I should have dad mouth since since my tw- 20s, basically. Well, you're what... born to be a dad, Chad. You, yeah. you don't know that? That nice guys no. are born to be dads? I, I mean, did not know that. Except for your, what are you wearing today? Your your drug glug? What's that called? The drug? I saw it called drug online. Drug rug? Yeah, drug rug. Is You're wearing your yeah. drug rug today. Are you going to play hacky sack in the quad later? <laughs> Will you be playing your sticks? What are the You're stupid sticks called? Me behind the school at 420? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I have to attract a mate somehow. <laughs> mate. Will you be uh, bon- smoking out of your bong later? Find an apple uh, or Pepsi can to smoke out of. A Pepsi can. Yeah. Apples were good. Bottle, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Solid. Putting fabric softener in the, the tube of toilet the toilet paper tube. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Never works. That doesn't fucking work. None of that shit works. You still smell pot. Um, what were we talking about with you, Chad, though? What were you discussing? Uh, I've dated perhaps not the 
greatest people? Oh yeah. Well, you we know nice guys and bitches. I oh think oh oh! You you're you're gonna get dad mouth already. You've oh, already okay. got dad mouth because yeah. you're born to be a dad. Good guys like mm-hmm. you are born to be dads. That's just the price you pay for being nice and <laughs> kind and I'm sweet. I'm gonna get that like written on like a like a cool hat or like a vest <laughs> or something. Born to dad or born something to like dad. That. Yeah. Dad to born. Born to dad. Yeah, you're you're born to be a dad. You have bad breath. My dad's breath was just terrible. I don't. I can't imagine that people French kiss dads. It's so disgusting. Uh, does your dad's mouth smell bad? Does everyone's dad's mouth smell horrible? Mm, uh, <laughs> his his mouth wasn't great, but like his farts could clear a room. Like that was like yeah. the big thing. I mean, it turns out he had quite a bit of intestinal issues. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I think my dad, he, he cared about his teeth too much, so it, it was never really terrible. Maybe that's what it is. Dads generally neglect their oral hygiene. That's um, just something dudes don't really care about. Unless you're Dr. Drew. He cares. He doesn't have dad mouth. I don't think Drew smells good. He smells good, yeah. Okay, another follow-up. Let's go. God, my hands are so dry with these uh, the heating, indoor heating. Terrible. Hey, Christine. It's Megan from Bum Tucky. Um, I'm just listening to episode 170, and you guys Megan. mentioned that it might be only foreign parents that do inappropriate things, but <laughs> I grew up with a Kentucky Southern um, old family, and I am 100% Guatemalan, and I was adopted into their family. And let me tell you... <laughs> I saw some of the most inappropriate from that American family. Um, I distinctly remember my mom in particular shopping for like nightgowns and she was telling me, well, this is for like a special occasion because me and your dad never get time alone. And I remember her like putting it on, shutting my door and me saying, oh, well, have fun, Mom. I hope you guys have a good time. Yeah. Now looking back, I'm so fucking traumatized. Oh, I have God. a car lock on our bedroom door. Of and course. And a regular lock whenever, of course. you know, we get busy, me and my husband. So, yeah, that is my trauma story. Mm-hmm. Um, keep it high and tight, Dean. Love you. By the way, I love these um, these these fun traumas. Keep sending these in. Two one three three seven five five one eight four. I love hearing um, fun traumas, guys. Let's not uh, keep it light, okay? I don't want to hear about getting molested or fingered or sitting on your uncle's lap with a heart on. Like none of that. Just you know, fun, funny, ha ha ha. LOL traumas, okay? Little T traumas, not the big T, as they say. Uh, yes, you know it's interesting. I I. I did want to make an addendum to my statement that this is an immigrant parent thing because upon further reflection, uh, it's not just being foreign uh, that makes you crazy. It turns out just having a shitty childhood can make you crazy. So I think it's, and I say this because I was thinking in the shower this morning actually how much I love it when like, Joe Coy talks about his Filipino mom or, you know, Latin comedians. I love Frankie Quinones because he loves to make fun of, you know, Cholo Fit Creeper. Creeper is like his dad. So it's not, I don't care what the 
the form is of the immigrant. I just love the craziness behind it. That's why I, I love it when people talk about their fucked up families. So I think you're right. It's not necessarily which culture you're from, but it's the, the nature of the traumatic childhood and the lack of parenting that your parents received that really will determine the level of trauma you get to deal with, <laughs> which is which is so fucking cool. <laughs> so fucking cool. Yeah, it is. It's true. Listen, white Americans are trashy as hell, too. Uh, this is and this goes across all socioeconomic levels and educational levels. I mean, the more I'm learning about rich white people, like I'm really into the royals. I'm still I'm watching the cry in season five. And man, talk about a bunch of fucking hillbilly behavior amongst the, the most elite people. Uh, these guys are the trashiest people on the planet and they are wealthy. So somehow that justifies it. No, they're disgusting. They're, they're pitiful uh, human beings, just like we all are. Um, so yeah, irrespective of culture or class, definitely. It's, we're all scumbags. Je suis, what is it? We are, we're all scumbags. How would you say that in French, Chad? Oh, I'm not familiar with that one. Oh, okay. I, don't know, I thought you were French. smart. Je suis scumbag. Je suis scumbag. <laughs> we are all scumbags. Yeah, sounds good. Regardless of background. So there you go. Um, let's do one more and then we got to go eat lunch. It's it's important. It's, you got to have your lunch. Hey, Christina. Um, Hi, I mommy. just wanted to share a vag dryer that I noticed the other day. I, I was it. walking across my college campus and yeah. I was alarmed at the amount of grown ass men longboarding. It's not necessarily the, the skating the class that does it for me. It's the longboard itself. Yeah. Um, as a 25-year-old yeah. woman who loves the skateboard, it is the biggest turnoff yeah. to see Pussies. a guy, a grown man on a longboard, yeah. which is reserved for children learning how to skate and or white guys with dreads who wear Birkenstocks. Yeah. Um, I thought you'd appreciate that one. I agree. Anyways, love you, Mommy. Bye. I agree with you 100%. Because if you know anything about skateboarding, which it sounds like you do because you ride and you're 25 years old, is that the longboard is for pussies. It's like you said, it's for children or it's for people who are learning to skateboard. And I think in the skateboarding world, it, there's not a lot of respect for those who ride a longboard. Now, as far as I know, though, isn't the one benefit of a longboard that you can go faster downhill? I'm not sure if that's accurate. If I'm wrong here, correct me if I'm wrong, skateboarding community. But yes, I agree with you. A longboard is synonymous. Why don't you just fucking wear um, little Lord Fauntleroy pants and a little bonnet, a summer bonnet, mommy, because it, it looks gay as fuck. I agree. It's not. Okay, let's see. A longboard is usually longer. Da, da, da. <sighs> Makes it easier to keep balance, especially yeah. for beginners. Right. So it's, it's, a, it's a beginning board and it's not for, if you, you know. Grow a pair and get a fucking regular skateboard. Or Google Little Lord Fauntleroy. Look at what he looks like. This is how you should dress. If you ride a longboard and you're a fucking adult, Little Lord Fauntleroy. This is how you should dress if you're riding a longboard. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Wear your fucking velvet short pants and your nice little red bow mommy and grow your hair long like a girl. Your Little Lord Fauntleroy. Wear a velvet fucking dandy outfit and 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 lick your big lollipop mommy it's as big as your head mommy thinks you're a good boy you deserve a lolly on your longboard yeah little lord fauntleroy there he is 
I agree. It's just it's fucking zero balls, dude. Grow a pair. If you're gonna if you're gonna be reckless, be reckless. Go full force. There he is, little Lord Fauntleroy on his fucking longboard. Pussy. Hold on. Look at that haircut, <laughs> little Lord Fauntleroy. <laughs> I have a question for for you and the skating community. Uh oh. What about scooters? Because they get kind of wild. I've seen them do some wild shit. Razor scooters or motorized? Yeah, razor. Yeah. Is it also lame? Because it's technically, because it is easier to balance, but the tricks get kind of nutty. Is it lame, though? Let me see if I can call it. I want to say scooters are lamer than longboards. But but I've seen, like, whenever I've seen someone, like, go on a half pipe with a scooter and, like, do a weird, crazy, twisty thing, it's just like... Man, that looks so much cooler on a fucking skateboard. Wait, but like, but see, but you could do shit with the scooter that you can't with the skateboard, like wrap around your head and shit and fucking. I mean, I don't know if if it's lame, it's lame. I was just curious. I follow a dude that that's like some oh, here, let's scooter see. kid, and he's kind of wild. I have this but I don't know. I guess he's lame now. I mean, I think if you do gnarly tricks with anything, see, okay, this dude fucks. That guy fucks, right? Because you're being so you're reckless on that thing. But a longboard, you can't even do these tricks That's true. on a longboard because it's such a pussy fucking thing. But I've seen some wild longboard tricks. I've never seen cool things on a longboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think was... I saw Hawaiian, like this Hawaiian girl that was doing things where it was just like she was going to the top of it and then flipping it around, flipping it back ah! around. Oh, my God. Yeah, see, I've seen like hot chicks do little, <laughs> little flips and shit, but it's like, I mean, it ain't like crazy. Oh, my God, look, I just texted Scott. And he's 100% watching us right now on your mom's house. This is hilarious. Yes, of course. Okay, I'm going to call Scott Pfaff. Scott Pfaff. Big Cat, a.k.a. Big Cat, coming on the line. Hello. What up, Big Cat? What up? It's Christina P. You're on where my mom's at right now. Oh, hi, mommies. Hi, Jeans. Listen, we're having a really important debate here, and we need a professional to weigh in. Okay. Okay. What do we got? We're talking about vag dryers and like stuff that <laughs> fucking like just like not hot behaviors. And this girl called in and she's she's a skateboarder. She skateboards. She's 25 years old. And she said that the boys on her campus, when they ride longboards, she feels like that's a vag dryer. And what? I was like, yeah, dude, because longboards like you can't. Can you really do rad stuff on a longboard? I could not agree with her more. Wow. Longboards are whack. Wow. Yeah. Why? But tell us why. Because, like, one, there, it's you can't even, like, it's not functional, right? Like, yeah. if, you, if you get to a sidewalk curb, you can't even hop up it. You got to step off your stupid board, pick <laughs> it up, and, like, it's, like, everything about it's lame. Yeah, like, for pussies. They're obnoxiously, unnecessarily big. Yeah. They don't function. Yeah. It's just the type of shit you would expect to see, like, some fucking dude from the middle of nowhere who just moved to, to went to school in California and is like, oh, let be a skateboarder. And yeah. he's like, yeah. riding his fucking longboard to, sc- to class. That's what she said. Wearing some fucking mandals and some, like, cargo <laughs> jean shorts. Bro, basically, that's what she fucking said, dude. That's exactly. And, like, that's what I said. It's like, it's like Little Lord Fauntleroy. Like, they're just fat, dude. It's not, like, it's not cool. Okay. <laughs> 100% agree with her. Okay, so second, so I agree, so I'm glad I see eye to eye with you. Secondly, any brought up the very important question, what about Razor scooters? Are those cool? Are they are they cool? No. They're, <laughs> they're rollerblades for Zoomers. 
<laughs> Rollerblades for Zoomers, dog. Okay, but yeah. what about tricks? Because we just we looked it up, and they can do kind of crazy tricks on them. Yeah, it's like, don't get me wrong. I can appreciate how <laughs> difficult some of the things that people can do on them are. But, yeah. like, people did some wild shit on rollerblades, too, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and those are lame as fuck. Yeah, it's just, you know, <laughs> just because something is difficult doesn't make it cool. That's important. Just because something is difficult doesn't make it cool. There you go. Words to live by. Thank you. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, thank you for taking my call. I understand you're watching your mom's house right now as I called Literally, you. Literally, as you called, I just turned on the <laughs> just turned on the new episode while I'm eating breakfast. Oh, it's a good one. I love this one. You're gonna like it. All right. All right. Thanks for answering. Yeah, of course. Talk Thanks. To Talk to you soon. Bye, homie. There you have it, dude. There All you have right. it. I mean, just because it's difficult doesn't mean it's cool. I guess I'm going to have to unfollow Nathan BRD. Sorry, man. <laughs> you were cool up until now. <laughs> you heard it from the horse's mouth, guys. Professional skateboarder, big cat. Big cat. Sounds off. There you go. All right. Well, again, another very insightful, important episode. We're doing Lord's work. Where my mom's at. Go ahead and email me. Where my mom's at at gmail.com. Leave me a voicemail. 213-375-5184-2395. Wagner Houses, apartment 2C in Harlem. All right, I gotta go. I love you guys. Until next time, stay cool, moms. Meow. Where my moms, where my moms, where my moms at? Where my moms wearing thongs, hitting bongs at? Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my moms, where my moms, where my moms at? Where my moms at?